Good. What's up? I said, let's do it, baby. Let's do it. My bad. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to this Thursday edition of the Malaga Drive Hoops Betting Podcast. I am joined by the boy, Hoodie Sarge. Good morning, bro. How are we doing today? Good, bro. Coming off a tough day for both of us yesterday, honestly. Very tough. A lot of a lot of bad reads, at least from my side. But, bad reads over here as well, bro. My lean. I mean, even bad. yeah, I was gonna my, say even our leans were really our tough. Our leans were bad, but you gotta fucking battle through it. And I think I've talked about it before. I'll say it again. Uh, a lot of, I mean, a lot of life is mental, but betting too. It's so mental. You can't let one bad day freak you out, and then suddenly you're second guessing shit. And then you, you just fall off the rails. You just got to keep playing it like you should. Um, and it eventually, if, if you're good, you, it'll turn around. Um, I'm sitting at 82 and 77, I believe. So down a little bit on the air just because of, of some juice. Um, but we're not, dude, we're not even at the all-star break yet. You know, like we, we've got a ton, a ton of basketball ahead of us. I'll recap what I was officially on. Uh, I had Pacers plus two and a half. Loved it. I mean, that game went to overtime uh, in in Boston just a couple of days ago. And then the Pacers get back Brogdon, get back Karras. And, and you and I were talking about it after the first quarter. We knew, yeah, Pacers aren't winning, <laughs> winning this game. I stopped watching uh, from that point on. And then we talked about it, too. The Hawks, man, they are absolutely in trouble. And I think we should talk about that Cam Reddish trade as well. But, you know, we talked about it yesterday. We look for spots that are conducive to getting the best version of a team. Yesterday was 100% that spot. Nine straight home, eight straight home losses to that point. Everyone back besides Capella. Um, back home after six games on the road. Six games on the road, two days off. A Miami Heat team that sure is coached very well, but I, I don't think you can sit here and tell me they're more talented than the Hawks. Uh, come out the gates hot and then have – a pretty bad second quarter and then an atrocious third quarter. I think the heat started off the third on a 20 to two run and it was basically over from there. Body language was bad. Vibes were bad. Um, and then this morning you see Travis Schlenk says, fuck this sends out cam reddish. Um, I think it's one of those trades where like uh, on the outside, you'll, you'll say, Hey, I like it for the next. And I totally get it right. You're buying pretty low on a guy like cam reddish, but on the other end, uh, I don't think the Hawks were were going to be willing to pay him the money he wanted. Um, so you might as well go get a first and uh, buy low on, on a guy like Kevin Knox, who, again, hasn't showed much. But, you know, he's still 22. Can He can be a role player in this league if he figures it out. Um, so I get it from both ends. It's just it's tough to see what's happened to my Hawks this year because I really I was really high on them last year, really high on them coming into the year. I think they have great pieces and. You know, everyone's had injuries, so you can't use it as a full excuse. It's, you know, you can maybe partially, but they shouldn't be this bad. I, I, I think I'd like the trade if the pick was unprotected, but I don't think the pick will ever be a first-round pick because I think what's going to happen is you, the, the Hornets have to, I think, fall out of the top 18 in the league this year, which I, I just don't see happening. And then they have to not make the playoffs the next two years for them to get a first-round pick. And I just think the Hornets are on an upwards tra- trajectory, so I don't see that pick Wait, being a first. That's that's like an opposite protection. So if, if they fall out of the playoffs, they get it in the lotto. No, it's like so. It's one through eighteen protected. Then it's one through sixteen protected. I think the next year, and then it's one through 
So if they make the playoffs, they get it. No. Yes, if they make the playoffs, they okay. get the pick. Yeah. So they might get no. it. Yeah, so they, they might get it. I was totally wrong on that. I, I was looking but, at it the other way. But still, you're getting a worse pick. <clears throat> you're getting like 23. I'm surprised. Pick. I wonder if I wonder if the market for Cam was that like quiet or if they just really like Kevin Knox or something. Cause like No, the market must have been really quiet. And here's another thing. I think what's what would have happened too is if Cam Reddish went to restricted free agency, like they they can't afford to pay him, even if it's like 10 mil, you know? Like that's they the did. problem. Even if it was like not he's not gonna deal. get 10 mil, dude. He's not yeah, he's gonna know, get like, more than that. But I'm just saying, even on the low end of what he maybe will get paid, they still can't afford to pay it because they have so many dudes on the book with Gallo and like Gallo's getting like 18 mil, I think, or something. Yeah. So you I'm just to look more and more reddish, man. Like you and I both, I think, are higher than most on him. Like we love the love, love the future prospect of him. Um, yeah. But I, he's one really of those guys right up. now. The tools are amazing. It's just the mental side of the basketball game where, you know, the reads are slow. Uh, sometimes he's you could tell he's pre-deciding, hey, I'm going to I'm going to do this. No matter what the defense does, I'm going to try and do this. Um, but the tools are amazing, you know, and he's still 22, 23, um, gets teams up with, with RJ, uh, in New York. I like the buy low for, for New York, um, crowded rotation there. I wonder, I wonder like how many minutes he sees right out of the gate, you know, cause Tibbs is, I think he sees 28 to 30 easily. And I think he closes over Fournier because what Fournier has been so bad. Why play, you know, yeah, just, just let, just let Reddish who's up, up. I, I'll say a much better defender at this point because Fournier has been so bad. Reddish is just a much and, and he gives way more effort on defense too. So and that's the thing too. The thing with Reddish, he's shooting 38% from three. Stick him in the corner if you don't want him handling the ball and let him shoot wide open threes if so, he's shooting near 40%. Who are you, you know? starting? Who are you starting? You gotta start Fournier. I think they'll start. No, Fournier no, and I'm Reddish. saying the eventually. Who do you what do you see as that that starting lineup? Like right off the bat or years down the road? Uh, let's say rest of this year. Yeah. Rest of this year. If Derek Rose, get, let's say Derek Rose isn't healthy. He's a while out. I think they go Emmanuel quickly. Fournier, RJ Barrett, Julius Randle, New Orleans Noel. But Mitch Rob has been outplaying. Way better. And, uh, yeah. Burks and Kemba have both been starting over IQ, so it's just a, been a it's been a carousel over there. I, that's why I asked because it's just been so many different starting lineups, you know. I just think they're going to get to a point where they're going to realize that even if they do get an eight seed, what's the point? You know, let's start playing Emmanuel quickly some minutes over Burke. Let's start. I guess you could throw Fournier out of there. It's just tough. Like, what do you do with that roster? It's such like there's really young guys and then really old guys that are all on the down low. It's like. I just don't know what you do. Yeah. Real quick, bro. I want to get your live on air thoughts uh, and then we can continue with our recap. Kevin Durant, Patty Mills, LaMarcus Aldridge ruled out. Do I grab Thunder plus seven right now? Yes. I think we do. I think we do. I just wanted to make sure. Because Irving's already ruled out too. Well, yeah, he, he can't fucking play there. Wait, is it, is it, it's at home, right? Yeah. But he's going to be able to start playing home games. They're just going to find him. <clears throat> They're gonna find the Nets a thousand, and then two thousand, three thousand, four thousand, five hundred, and then five thousand on the fifth game, and then it's five thousand every other game for the rest of the year. That doesn't even matter. Like that, that's nothing to them. Yeah, they'll pay that easily. Yeah, that's like the hot dog sales of the day. 
Like, yeah, but I'd for sure grab OKC. Like Brooklyn's coming off a really big win, and now they're going to sit out. Yeah, no, I, I already know. grabbed them. I grabbed them yep. plus seven. Uh, it's already plus six now. Probably going to move down a little bit. So that's a nice little snag to start the day. Um, yep. We did we did cash calves plus five and a half, um, and that was nice. That was nice. I needed that um, to end the day. It's always so tough when you go 0-2 and, and you have that last game. It's like, fuck, even if I win this, I'm 1-2. It's a shit day, but 1-2 um, is a hell of a lot better than 0-3. So that was also pretty sweat-free um, as well. Um, Cavs are amazing. I just got to like, dude, and, and this is a Cavs team where your best player is Darius Garland, your second best player and third best player are, are Jared Allen and Evan Mobley. No one's taking over like 10 to 12 shots. That's why they're so good. Like exactly. they're just, they don't have a dude like Trey Young or Jason Tatum. While those guys are amazing that need 25 shots a game, you know? Exactly. And so they're, the, the, the offense is always, <laughs> you know, you can't predict it. You can't just sit on Tatum I love or something. That you brought that up. Yeah, you, and it's, you have a guy taking 20-plus shots, it should be a superstar. You know, LeBron, Giannis, Durant. E, uh, Steph. Uh, if not, shouldn't be taking 20-plus shots, spread it around, you know? And that's why you see even, even the Grizzlies, I don't think Jaws taking 20 shots a game. He might, no. but I doubt it, you know? Um, and you see it, that Desmond Bain's in rhythm. Dylan Brooks is in rhythm. DeAnthony Melton is in rhythm. It's Tyus Jones. They all – have license to fire, um, and it doesn't just have to be jaw every single time down. But I love this Cavs team. If you just bet, honestly, if you just bet the Grizzlies, <clears throat> the Cavs, the Warriors, and, like, the Bulls the rest of the way, you're going to make money. But yeah, um, especially the Grizz and, and the uh, Cavs, because they still don't quite get the respect. Uh, books just, you know, they're, they're getting there, but it's still not there yet. Um, and then let's see, lean, the, lean, the maps got smacked. You knew, honestly, that was another one you knew right away. Um, I did, uh, I did lean the bulls, but that was before Kyrie and Harden were both ruled in. Um, and then I leaned the Kings. They got a big win, but either way, leans went one and two. Yeah. 40, 40 to 23 run in the, in the, in the third quarter for the Kings just completely took us off path. It was brutal. Yeah. Derek Fisher at halftime, he, he does the Spectrum Sportsnet broadcast for the Lakers um, at half. And he was like, I'm telling you right now, I've seen this too many times where the Lakers are trying to outscore an opponent. We get a lead at half. And then in the third quarter, we do the same thing and they outscore us big time because we can't make shots because we don't have shooters. And next thing you know, we're losing by seven, eight points going to the fourth. And what do you know? That shit happens. Exactly. It, it's so frustrating, but we don't have to go off about it because we do every time. <laughs> yeah bro i feel it. it's tough and then you got russell westbrook's brother on freaking twitter spaces saying deandre jordan's a playoff legend <laughs> game hey when the game slows down bro no one's gonna stop that russell westbrook uh deandre jordan pick and roll bro nobody They're both, they both might not be on the team <laughs> dude i, I that, that's the thing i'm sure the lakers are doing whatever they can to shop for russell westbrook who who is Who's trading for Russell Westbrook? Oklahoma City for a first along along with it. Why the hell? Oh, if they get a first. Yeah, with a first. And then they'll they say, Russ, you're not playing, but we'll eat the cap. What a fall that would be for that man. I I still can't believe it's at that point. I, I it's crazy. I mean, 
I want. Well, I, I mean, the only teams that make sense to me are Knicks. I could see the Knicks taking a shot on Russ. I don't think it's smart. You know how I feel about Russ. But I could see the Knicks making a move just because of their past, and they don't really have a point with Derrick Rose injured. Um, and then that's about it, I think. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, we, I don't want to say we called it, but we've been saying this for, like, about five years. Um, I feel uh, like I just don't know why in 2022 – why it took till 2022 to, to kind of see this. Like, again, the Lakers dealt out assets for this guy and are paying amazing him. assets. People don't realize that Kyle Kuzma is an amazing asset. Like, I'm sorry to say it, but he, he didn't look great at times, but there's a microscope under you, like, at all times when you're playing for LA. Kyle Kuzma has been unbelievable I, I this year. Like, Even in LA, he played his role, bro. Like, it's really hard. Especially, like you said, under that L.A. microscope. Like, sure, he he didn't make some shots sometimes, but, like, he played smart winning basketball for the L.A. Lakers. And and they said, see it. They they said, see it to a really good on-ball defender in KCP who can hit some big shots. And I'm pretty sure they said, see it to a first as well. And Montrezl Harrell, who, who really cares. But still, that, I mean, that was a yeah, deal. Yeah, but I, I'm just saying, you take Russ out of there and you take – uh, you take Russ out of there, you take Trevor Ariza, who started last night, out of there, and you put in KCP and Kyle Kuzma. It's just a, that adds, in my opinion, like six wins. Like it's at least, at least. Uh, all right, let's get to the games today. Uh, our first game of the day is going to be the Golden State Warriors and the Milwaukee Bucks. I'm pretty excited for this one. Um, Warriors have sneakily lost three of their last four. I don't think it's a coincidence that it's come with uh, Draymond Green being out. Um, at the same time, though, they were some pretty good teams. Uh, the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, why am I blanking? The Memphis Grizzlies. Do you remember? I'm going to look it up, but if you remember. Oh, Are you talking about the Warriors? Yeah, Dallas. And then they lost to the Pelicans, but Steph and Dre rested. Um, and then they, they got a win at home against the, the Cavs and then lose to the Memphis Grizzlies. They're on a tough road Didn't trip. They, they lose to Milwaukee. Denver, too? <clears throat> Or is no. that a while ago? Well, they, they did lose the Denver, but that was like December 28th. Um, that was in December? Wow, that seems like it was in January to me. That was weird. Only reason I remember is because that was the day I left uh, Belgium. But um, tough road trip ahead still. They got the Bucks, then they go to Chicago, and they go to the Red Hot Minnesota Timberwolves. So, uh, and Dre's not going to play a single one of these games. So we, we just kind of – we got to understand that this is, you know, what the team's going to be for a little bit. But, like, we beat – Utah without Dre, you know, in Utah. And that was with Rudy Gobert. So I've seen us, you know, be able to, to win these games. Um, the books are still giving us super respect. I know there's no Drew today, but uh, it's not like the Bucks are, you know, going to sleepwalk into this game either. They've lost two straight games at Charlotte um, and haven't played since Monday. So they should be ready to go with or without Drew. Uh, I'm going to stay away from this game. I was hoping maybe we could get dubs at like four, um, but it's one and a half or even three, you know, I'd consider, but one and a half, that's a lot of respect for us without Draymond Green. Uh, I don't know who's guarding Giannis Antetokounmpo. I'm sure Kavon Looney will take a shot at him, but. Um, It'll be Wiggins. That, yeah, that'll be interesting. I, I, <laughs> I love Wiggins as a defender, but I mean, it's just, it's Giannis, you know? So, mm -hmm. 
I'm staying away. You you have a separate read on this? No, I think I lean Milwaukee here just because they're at home uh, and there's no Draymond. But I think you're kind of gambling on Steph Curry here, on him continuing his cold streak or kind of getting it back together here today. And I just don't think that's something I want to bet on, honestly. Uh, maybe if it was back in um, Golden State, it'd be a lot. It'd be something I would want to bet on. But in Milwaukee, uh, Steph cold, no Draymond, Clay back in the lineup, Juan Toscano Anderson. Who knows if he's going to start, if they're going to start Gary Payton. Just a lot of question marks here for Golden State. So, for me, just a stay away, but I do lean Milwaukee for those reasons. For sure. I think if 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 I had to, to pick two, I, I'm on Milwaukee as well. I mean, two straight losses at Charlotte, two days off. Grayson back two today. Back at home, you get Grayson. It's really just Drew and George Hill out. Uh, obviously, he's still Brooke, but he's been out for a minute. Um, you know, so it, it's a – this team won the damn title last year. As uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Chris Middleton, I, I think Milwaukee wins this game, honestly, 58, 60% of the time. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I'd lean here. But at the same time, I've seen the Warriors um, in spots that I didn't really like, you know, plenty of times pull out wins. They went into Phoenix without, you know, Wiggins and Poole and won on Christmas Day. They, again, went into Utah without Draymond Green against a fully healthy Jazz team and won. So, I've seen it before, but at the same time, I you know, I bet on this Milwaukee team showing up today. I'm going to stay. And, and this is last thing. This is another no Drew Holiday. That's It's a big thing for, for Milwaukee for sure. because you got Steph on the other side, right? And Drew causes problems for the elite of the elite in the NBA. Yeah. And this is a, a spot where you would love to have him against Golden State. So there's just another devil's advocate to Milwaukee, but – uh, I'm sure they'll have Chris Middleton on him and he'll do a fine job, but it's just, it's not Drew Holiday who's going to get up in your shit and actually affect a guy like Steph Curry. For sure. Um, all right, let's head to the next game. We've got uh, on my end, we got the, the Timberwolves and the Grizzlies. Uh, number feels a little bit short here to me, to be honest. I know uh, the Timberwolves are hooping, but you just saw last game, you know, that Pelicans, again, not a bad team at all, but Pelicans at home beat them. And I know it took a Brandon Ingram game winning three. But the Pelicans were up like 10 with five minutes left to go. And, and you know, the Wolves made a push. I know they're off a loss, but I, we talked about it. You can just bet this Grizzlies team almost every night, and you know you're going to get a good performance. They've won 10 in a row. You know the win streak means something to them. Uh, I don't know if that's the record or if it tied the record, but regardless, uh, Memphis is going to be locked in. I, I think they win this game. I think they probably win it by more than four, but, I you know, I don't know for sure. Right now, for me, it's a heavy lean Memphis. Um, but I don't know if I'm playing it. But if I did, I'm definitely playing Memphis. Both teams basically healthy. Dylan Brooks is going to be out. Steven Adams, a game-time decision. Uh, Jalen Noel and Leandro Bolmero, uh, game-time decisions for the T-Wolves. Uh, but how are you looking at this one? Yeah, I think the best team in the NBA right now is the Memphis Grizzlies, as, as odd as that sounds. They're, they're the most well-coached. And they're just the most consistent. I think that's the most important part is they don't let up on any night. There, there's not a – I can't remember the last time I was like, wow, Memphis, like, just didn't look good tonight. They've looked good for, like, two months straight where if Jaw's in the lineup, great. If not, doesn't matter. And yeah. you – if this game is played on a neutral court, I think you got to give Memphis more than one point. I, that's where it's tough. But then you look on the other side, and it's a red-hot Timberwolves team that when they get it going offensively – uh, they can beat anyone. So yeah. I do lean Memphis here. I think they are getting shorted a bit. I would probably put this line at closer to five, um, four it and a half, five. It feels just a tad short, you know? 
But at the yeah. same time, like, I, I, it's a lot more comfortable to bet for me dogs than favorites. You know, it's it's just, I agree. it's a different game when you when you're a favorite because you know that that team all they need to do is win. All they need to do is win, and, and for us, they got to win by more than four. So I I like Memphis. You're I, I agree with you. It just feels like a tad short. Is it enough to play though? Uh, I'm not sure. It's all, it's almost like the bucks for me, you know, where it's like, I like the bucks, but there's definitely a possibility, um, that the Warriors win or cover. And, and today there's definitely a shot that, that the T-Wolves can keep this close. And I, I wouldn't be shocked at all. You know, Grizzlies went on a, on a buzzer beater or like a one possession game type shit towards the end. So, uh, got to think on this one, but definitely lean, uh, Grizzlies here. Uh, coffee just hit. So I'm going to go take a quick poop. We'll be right back. All right, we are back. Um, where were we? Did we? Pels and Pels yeah. and Clippers. Pels and Clippers. Um, another really tough game. I think this line is razor sharp. Uh, Pels at home against the Clippers. Clippers, um, just a really tough team to read because, again, I've talked about it really well coached. Uh, but not a ton of talent out there right now. Um, Paul George out, Luke Kennard out, their best floor spacer, obviously Kawhi out, um, Isaiah Hartenstein out. So it's just uh, it's just the team that, you know, when the role players are hitting, they're pretty decent. And then if, you know, like that, but they can also, they have potential to look really, really bad. You saw that first half against the Nuggets. Nobody could score at all. Um, and then they got it going, but. I don't know, man. I, 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 I think I'd lean Pelicans here, but it's not a comfortable bet. Yeah, I think I lean. I think I lean Clippers, honestly. <clears throat> and the only reason is, I just, I don't think the Pelicans are a better team than the Clippers right now. I, 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 I maybe it's a pick 'em, but. I don't know. And that's the problem because the spread, the line's at three and a half, right? Um, Pelicans are at home, so I guess maybe that would be a reason to lean them. But these two teams are, like, exactly even. Very similar, yeah. Um, and so you're only getting a half a point of value, I guess, in the Clippers. Not really worth it when they're on the road, in my opinion. Um, but the Clippers kind of remind me of a Grizzlies team, not in personnel, but just yeah. really well coached. And they just, yeah, a light version and just really well coached and they compete every night. Like outside of a couple of games, I think it was a Suns game and maybe they got, I think they got waxed by the T-Wolves if I'm remembering correctly. But other than that, they, they compete in every game. And while you look at the roster and you kind of, you know, roll your eyes a bit, they got good players. Like Marcus Morris, a bucket. You still got Batum, Zubach. Amir Coffey has actually been really good. Reggie Jackson, you got Eric Bledsoe off the bench, who played really well last game. Um, Luke Kennard off the bench. Like, I guess he's going to be out for this one, but they still have dudes that can play. And it's a really tough game to cap here. I would lean Clippers, but I don't think I bet this game because just, I don't know. It's in New Orleans. Yeah, I'm not playing this. But, but like, like if this was on a neutral court, if this was on a neutral court, it's a coin flip for me. It's 50 50. I think I, I think I'd slightly lean the Pels, but I think I'm just slightly high on them. Like, I, I know it's tough, but I, I think that game against Minnesota for me, obviously it's one game, but like, just shows like at home when this team is ready to go, they can beat most teams. Um, 
I know they beat us. That was without Steph and Dre. But, like, uh, you know, I, I have a lot of respect for Brandon Ingram. I love the way – I love Josh Hart, honestly. Um, I love Herb Jones. I know Devontae Graham's not amazing, but he can space the floor. Uh, Neil Alexander Walker off the bench. I, I it, And I like Willie Green as a coach. I do. And then you know I love Jay Val, too. So, I don't know. It, it's tough. I'm not betting this by any means, but – and I, I think it's the hardest game of the day, but um, I could see I could see the Pelicans, and I, I think I slightly lean Pelicans. Um, sure. Based off of what we've seen lately, you know, like that that Clippers team, that first half was so ugly, and I know they they turned it around with an amazing second half, but like, yeah, I if anything, guys, I I uh, I kind of like the under two fourteen and a half. I honestly do both play. Very slow-paced basketball, decent de- – Clippers got a really good defense. Pelicans got an okay defense. But um, that pace combined with just not a lot of offense. I like the under, but you know me. I don't really play over-unders too much. Um, all right, let's get to the game that we locked live on air, uh, Thunder and the Brooklyn Nets. Um, we grabbed Thunder plus seven. It's now sitting at five and a half, which is nice. Uh but, I mean, yesterday we had Pacers plus two and a half and it closed at minus one and they still got whacked. So, obviously, it's cool to have, but it really doesn't matter until it cashes. Um, but let's go into why we like them today. We talked about it a little bit on air. Uh, Kevin Durant's going to be out. Patty Mills is going to be out. Uh, LaMarcus Aldridge is going to be out. So you're, and Kyrie Irving is going to be out. So, you're getting a team that just had a huge win, right? So, it's a little bit of a letdown spot. No one really comes in excited to play the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, and you're really just getting James Harden and the boys. Like, the starting line are probably going to be Harden, Cam Thomas, Bembry, Kessler Edwards, uh, Kyle's favorite, Dayron Sharp, who's apparently going to have 45 fantasy points. Um, and can James Harden and the boys get it done? I've seen it before, right? If James Harden goes for 35, 16, and 10, maybe. Um, but again, Even I'm if not- he does. Even if he does, you're right. Like, I've talked about it plenty of times. Like, this Thunder team is really not that bad. Um, and I, I've told you, it, it happens – it's happened a lot lately where they're in the game the whole game and then they, like, they lose at the end. And it's kind of best-case scenario for them where they keep that pick low but get good experience. Um, they have that main ball handler in Shea. I love Shea. He's on any given night can go for 30. And then they have everyone else outside of him just playing their role. Um, and it's like – we talk about the Clippers are a shitty version of the Grizzlies. This Thunder team is almost like a shitty version of the Clippers. Like, I know they, ha- they, they have Shea, but everyone else plays like 20 minutes a night and just knows their role, plays hard defense, moves the ball. Um, and I think the Thunder will be in this game towards the end. Um, it'll just be, you know, how do they close it out? <clears throat> yeah, Thunder coming off five straight losses too. I think they're ready to go here in Brooklyn and – I, this is one of my favorite spreads, I think, in a while. You got it at seven? Yep. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, I think it's, this line will end up getting probably near five, four and a half, um, which I think is fair. But at seven, where you got it, it's just amazing. Uh, I think I'd hit five and a half even. Um, I, I think they stay close. I can see them winning this game, too, quite honestly. 100% uh, see them winning this game. So... Maybe if you want to sprinkle a little bit on the money line, I understand for sure, because I do think there's a pretty good shot they win this. But, like, you have to just look at Brooklyn. And I know they have James Harden, but outside of that, they're starting Kessler Edwards, rookie. Cam Thomas, who's probably going to get a start tonight, rookie. Mm -hmm. 
De'Aaron Sharp or do whatever the, the dude's name is, <laughs> rookie. rookie, they're going to have to start DeAndre Bembry maybe or James Johnson, who hasn't been getting minutes. Blake Griffin's going to have to play minutes. It's a really, really bad team, to be honest, with, without these guys. Um, I, you could make an argument that OKC on, on a neutral court, maybe a half a point, full point, full point worse. Like, you could make that argument with how bad this Brooklyn team is without Patty Mills, Kevin Durant, Lamar yeah. Aldridge, Claxton, Joe Kevin Harris, Durant, and Kyrie you know? Irving. Yeah, it's Patty Mills. It's all their best role players. It's LaMarcus Aldridge. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I, I'm completely with you. Even, even Claxton. He's, Claxton's been amazing in yeah. the pick and roll with James Harden. He's really helped James Harden out in, in terms of getting some floor spacing and just having to respect him on the roll. So even not having an athletic big that can roll to the rim like Claxton can, Sharp's not that kind of player. So I, I do really think that that – Claxton makes a difference as well. I just think you're giving Brooklyn too many points. Yep. I'm completely with you, bro. Uh, feel really, really good about it. Hopefully we can get back on track with a win uh, with Thunder plus seven. And, and I'm with you. If you want to sprinkle on the money line plus 185, I do not hate that in the slightest bit. Um, I could definitely see this, this Thunder team pulling it off tonight. Um, looking at, uh, looking at James Harden props tonight, guess what his points, rebounds, assist prop is at 48 and a half, 49 and a half. Really? That was a pretty good guess. Honestly, yeah. he can go for 39 and nine and not get it. 39. And Mike, dude, when I was thinking about it, I'm like, I'm going to give him 30, 10 and eight. That's why I made it 38 and a half. Yeah. And it's still, you're not getting there. Um, so I'm probably, I'm probably not hitting that, but um last game of the day a game i actually I really do like sarge i i like the nuggets minus 10 and a half here today um will barton gonna be a game time decision but really anytime you get a, a fucking collapse like that you get the most locked in version of a team right so we already got that then you look on the other side blazers are oh just absolute shambles usually you at least have anthony simons to like give you some offense he's out as well Norman Powell's out. We got Zeller as a game time decision. CJ's out. Dame's out. Nance is out. Powell's out. Anthony Simon's out. Looking at a starting lineup of Dennis Smith, Ben McLemore, Nasir Little, Covington, <laughs> and Nurkic. Uh, you look at this Nuggets team. Last time they uh, blew a lead like that was to um, the Charlotte Hornets. Um, actually, they only won by three, but it was in LA. It's a, you know, a good Clippers team. And then they came back and beat the Warriors. Um, it is a little scary because, again, it is a very large spread, and uh, Nuggets haven't blown, like, that many teams out. But this is just an amazing spot, and I don't hit, um, you know, huge favorites very often. If, But this is a spot that I really do like. Denver, this is another thing, dude. Denver's had multiple collapses. We, we saw it last game against the Clippers. We saw it against the Warriors. I guess that was December 28th now, but that was fresh in my mind, won. too. Yeah, at least they won, but that's still fresh in my mind. Um, so that's why this this spread scares me. The, the spread also just went up to 11 on DraftKings. It was 10.5. It just went to 11. So it's moving a little bit higher for me. It's just this this Portland team is so bad, man. I, I, I think what you look so at, bad. maybe you go uh, – let me, let me pull up the first half, first quarter money lines – or spreads. First half minus six. First quarter, I like that. First quarter minus three and a half. Um, 
I don't mind. I like both of those. I like both of those. I, I'd rather play those because when, when the Nuggets are giving up leads, it's in the second half. Yeah. Like they're coming out great in the first half and then they give it back in the third quarter. So, yeah, I think that if you do want to bet on this game, I think maybe first half is the way to go. Yeah. I might, I might do a rare like half unit on first quarter, half unit on first half. Um, it's always sketch, right? That's like you're fucking – you are gambling in the first quarter. It's just like 12 minutes of basketball. But I, I don't think you're going to find a better situation uh, for a first quarter domination than tonight against, against the Blazers. So um, I, I do like that. First full game's a little sketch, um, but I, I still honestly I like that too. If I had to bet it, I'd be on the Nuggets full game as well. Like um, off the bench for the Blazers, it's gonna be CJ Ellaby. It's gonna mm-hmm. be Trayvon Watford or Trendon Watford. It's gonna be just really random dudes, like yeah. really really random guys. It, it's gonna be brutal for them to stay in, in this game. So I know eleven seems big, especially for a Denver team that hasn't been good at all. They've been pretty bad quite honestly but i think this is it where, where you hit hit the nuggets today and i think the first half bet is a lot safer than the full game but it's up to you i still don't hate the the you know just taking 11 yeah 10 and a half uh, i'm with you bro let's uh before we before we dip out um any props you want to take a look at i got my prop uh builder out so um if there's if there's anything you're curious about Now's the time. Let me know. Any players? I, I like, for me, uh, Steph Curry's assists have been much higher uh, without Draymond. Had a triple-double yesterday. His assist prop right now on my book is sitting at five and a half. So, uh, I think in an up-tempo game against the Bucks, I'd like five and a half. Um, Amir Coffey, they have adjusted a little bit. Um, What's that? Curious to get your thoughts. It's still very doable, though, at 11 and a half. Oh, I'd hit that. I'd hit that in a second. I would because you have to look at the minutes with him, and I don't think they're slowing down. Maybe they like, – let's say they give him five less minutes. He played 43 or something minutes last night, 42, or not last night, two nights ago. The guy is going to play ultra, ultra minutes with no Luke Kennard, no Kawhi Leonard, no Paul George, no Winslow. There's no one else to play their guard forward position. It's He's going to have to – Boston, yeah. Yeah, he's going to have to play another 40 minutes, and they trust him more than Brandon Boston, especially on the defensive end right now, and he's getting looks on offense. Like, it is annoying having Reggie Jackson and Eric Bledsoe in there just, you know, doing what they do, but Amir Coffey is going to get shots up. I think that's way too small, like way too low of a point total, to be honest. I was expecting it to be at 13 and a half. Yeah. That's where I would set it. We ride this, bro. I think we really do ride this. Um, any other guys you're looking at? I'm trying to think. Obviously, the James Harden prop is shot. We're we're not going there. Um, I'm, dude. So here's another thing with coffee, real quick. Yeah. He played 43 minutes last game. He scored 18 points in one of the lowest scoring games that we've seen this year. It was 87-85, and he still scored 18 points. They scored 28 points in the first quarter, and he still got there for sure. Like yeah. 11 and a half is way too low. I'm sorry. It's about two, two and a half points too low. Yeah. I mean, he, t- in his last couple games, again, you can look at the minutes, whatever. Obviously, that's a big indicator. But the last two games, 12 shots and 11 shots. If you're taking 11 and a half, 12 shots, that should be enough to get you 12 points, right? Like, unless you shoot it 
absolutely terrible. Um, and I'm sorry, but he's going to, I believe he'll shoot more than that. Like he's getting more trust, right. Yeah. From the coaching staff. And there's no reason that, that he shouldn't be taking more shots. It, it's hundred percent like, and that's another thing too. So he played 33 minutes against Atlanta and now he jumped up to 43. He shot more shots against Atlanta than he did against Denver. And it was just a rare low scoring game. This game is going to be like the totals at two fifteen. I know you like the under, but he should get more shots up today. Yeah. No, I'm completely with you. <laughs> uh, let's see. Out in Portland, no Simons, no CJ, no Dame. Who do you look to? to uh, no Powell. Who you do they have to a to do they have a trend in Watford rebounds prop? No, no, they don't. They don't have Trendon Watford. <laughs> I know. Because dude, you can eat on some of these guys. Trendon Watford is no, an yeah. amazing the rebounder. And the books, I get it, but like if you could eat on some of these guys, it'd be so nice. Like, so they have did you hear about the, the Draymond debacle? Dude, I, I was so pissed that I didn't think of doing that. Yeah, I, I think know. my book would have paid it out. I think they would have, honestly. Um, I you just max max hammer all the all there was hundreds of thousands of dollars being put by one like by solo like one person was putting like hundreds of thousands of dollars on it and they had to pay him out extremely smart i i'm i was really pissed that i didn't think of it because we had all the information to eat on that like we knew you know five minutes before lock oh he's going to go in and then come out and i didn't even fucking think of it and i'm i was so pissed that I didn't. Yeah. Because that's such a rare situation. That's probably not. Do they, do they have DSJ props? Dude, they don't even have DSJ props. It's it's Macklemore, Nurk, Nasir, and Covington. What's Macklemore's three prop at? How many threes he hits? Uh, that's a good question. Let me pull it up. Jesus Christ, they are juicing it. I'd almost rather hit the under. It's over three and a half at minus 161. <laughs> minus 161. Under three and a half, plus 123. I'd almost rather hit the under on that. Um, I mean, you're just gambling. He's going to take probably 10 of them. No, he will get them up. <laughs> He's going to fire away. point prop, 16 and a half. That's a little too high for me. Nurk's point prop, 17 and a half. Nasir Little's 13 and a half. Uh, Robert Covington, 10 and a half. Those are all disgusting, to be honest, especially <laughs> Nurkic. Yeah, those are disgusting because Nurkic, the guy could have four fouls in one minute against Jokic. He, oh, he, he no point in betting on him. Yeah, no, zero point. Um, so, yeah, I think we're looking at – I'm going to lock that Amir Coffee prop in with you. I'm going to lock it right now because uh, I could see that going up. You know what one more that actually could be kind of interesting before we get out of here is, is Zaire Williams. Okay, let me pull that up for you, bro. Um Hold on, it's it's placing my coffee bet real quick, and then I'll get it. Because I, what, Zaire William, what would you make it? What would you personally make the prop? I think I'd make it. Well, I haven't even checked. What, what I think I'm averaging. Last like I, I know you. He scored like seventeen last game, and he played thirty minutes. That's why I'm interested. And um. He started. Yeah. 17. There's no Dylan Brooks. Did he score 17? It's not before. It's not going to be. No, no. I think it's going to be eight and a half, nine, a nine and a half, eight and a half, nine and a half, which I like. They don't have it. They don't have it. No, they have Bain, uh, Job, Jaron, and Kyle Anderson. They pick like four guys. Yeah, I would have loved a, a Zaire Williams prop around nine and a half today. 
Yeah, me too. Um, on the Thunder, they have uh, they have Aaron Wiggins, eight and a half. Uh, Jeremiah Robinson, Earl, eight and a half. Giddy, thirteen and a half. Lou Dort and Shea. Um, I, again, I I honestly like the Wiggins props, but it, it is a little sketchy based off of what happened last game. Um, let me see the rebounds prop for him. I like the under on Josh Giddy's thirteen. Thirteen, yeah. Wiggins rebound prop over three and a half. Let me see. Bro, Giddy Giddy is hilarious. Against the Pelicans, he scored zero. Against Dallas, he scored seventeen. Against Minnesota, he scores ten. The dude is hilarious with his points. Just can't shoot. Dude, I know. Um, but he can fucking pass the shit out of the ball. He can absolutely pass. Yeah, I, I don't know that I'm going to hit the, the Wiggins. He's hit it in almost every game, but that last game has me sketched out. Basically played 30 minutes off the bench, and I think you could honestly see that again. Um, all right, so we got Amir Coffee. I'm going to go ahead lock in Steph over five and a half assists. Uh, anything else, Sarji, before we head out? You know, maybe a loony prop with no Draymond. At, uh, at rebounds or points? What are they both at? Rebounds six and a half, juice the fuck up at minus one forty one, points uh five and a half. Wow, I kind of like I, I, the points are sketchy, but I kind of like the rebounds, man. Dude, the am, ju- I, am I tripping? I I think uh I think Looney didn't he grab eighteen boards last game? He grabbed six. He the went game for before. Six I think he six. grabbed eighteen. And played 18 minutes. I'm just scared in a game against Milwaukee that – I mean, I don't know. Like, So I, here, are his reba- here are his rebounds the last three games. Six, nine, four. He's four, five the game before. I guess the prop is right, but I just don't see how he doesn't play more minutes against Portis and Giannis. They played against Memphis with no Steven Adams last game. The game against Cleveland when they needed him, he played 29. But that is the most – he'll ever be needed is like that yes. game for sure. But, but this is another half, massive team. Yeah, yeah. Five and a half does seem a little bit short. I'm looking up his hometown. I low-key feel like he's from Milwaukee, dude. We might have to go to UCLA. I he's know from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Yep. Dude, there it is. We're I'm hammering points and rebounds for Kavon Looney today, bro. Let's get I'm, it. I'm not even joking. Five and a half rebounds, cash that, 55 on that. Unable to place bet. Odds have changed. They listen to us, bro. Oh, no, it's just moving. Okay. Ready for this? Since December 23rd, Kavon Looney has scored six points in every single game, except two, he scored eight. That's right, bro. I just hit, I just hit over five and a half points. And then uh, – Okay, his rebounds is at six and a half. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah, I thought it was five and a half, but that was the first points. His rebounds is at six and a half, and it's at minus one forty one. So what yeah, I'm I don't like that. Do is go. Uh, there should be a points plus rebounds prop. Probably be at what nine and a half. I think you just average it. So six and a half plus five and a half, maybe like ten. Oh. Maybe, maybe nine and a half, insanely juiced. Uh, well, it's points, rebounds. His points, rebounds, and assists are at 14 and a half. 
But does he get a lot of assists? He gets probably two or three a game. Yeah. One. I just think – I think with him it's minutes, man. Like, he'll have games where he plays, you know, 14, 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. I think he has to play minutes in this game. Because Milwaukee's not going to not play Portis and not play Giannis. He has to play minutes. Yeah. I, I agree. I also like we're getting we're getting absolutely fucking crazy here. I like first basket score Kevon Looney at plus one thousand four hundred. Oh yeah, that's gorgeous. I, I really do. In Milwaukee, I could see them running a little set, throw run two at Steph, hit Kevon rolling. He'll he'll probably have a wide open layup and lob it to like to, I don't know who Andrew Wiggins Andrew Wiggins for a bucket. I could totally see that. Um, all right, but we already locked him on the points. I just hate I hate betting things at minus one forty. It's basically like two losses if you lose it. Like it yeah, exactly. that's what I'm saying. Like like minus one sixty eight or whatever it was. Even that's disgusting. Like, it's there. I will even... one one like thirty is generally my highest, but that's why at one forty one it's tough. Um, let me see. What was the points prop at? Minus uh, what? Five five and a half minus one ten. That was minus one ten. I love that. Yeah, that's amazing value. So what you can do also is uh here, let me pull up the prop. I think what I can do is just parlay points and rebounds. Um at some decent at some decent odds and just go like half of the unit on it. Parlay like over five and a half rebounds and over six and a half or over five and a half points, over six and a half rebounds. Um let me pull that up real quick. I think Looney goes for nine points tonight. I think he goes for eight At rebounds. Seven rebounds, yeah, you know? And I think he has three assists. There's my stat line prediction for, for Kavon Looney tonight. There you go, bro. I'm going over six and a half rebounds, or sorry, points, parlayed with uh, over seven and a half boards. And then we'll go over. What's the value of the seven and a half boards? Plus what? Over seven and a half boards is uh, minus 123. Okay. You know, I'll just go over. I'll go over six and a half. And I'll parlay that together. It's plus 200. Basically, he needs seven and seven. And it's plus 200. Big loony night. Big loony night, bro. All right, that's locked up. And then uh, let me get one last thing. Let's go. Steph assists with something. Give me something you love, Sarge. Coffee points. I heard he played that straight up, though. God, I love those coffee points. I I don't want to call something a lock, but, dude, that coffee points prop is just delicious. It's It's like if you walk into a place and they just give you a free coffee. You know? Yeah. That's a great analogy, bro. Um, all you right. walk into Starbucks, you're very, you're very thirsty. And they you you go to order something and they just said, here's a free coffee. And you just walk out and it's like you stole it. All right, then let's do over nine and a half points parlayed with Steph's over five and a half assists. That's plus 154. We're gonna go ahead and hit that for a little bit of money as well. All right. That about does it. Sars, you want to recap uh, any straight bets? We got we're starting to love the prop segment of the show. Damn near half the show is props now. But uh, anything you want to 
make sure that people know before we get out of here? No, but I think just in general, outside of the OKC game, a lot of tough, tough spreads, like sharp, sharp lines here today, um, especially in the first three games. I think the first three games, if you're going to stay away from anything, stay away from the first three games. Um, I don't like those. Uh, and then OKC, I think, depending on where the number is at now, at seven, it's ridiculous. That's an amazing, amazing number. And then I'd rather, like we talked about, play first half for Denver, but I don't hate um, taking them minus 10 and a half, minus 11, whatever you get, because I do think there is a very, very good chance they show up, Will Barton plays, and they win by 20. Yep, I'm with you. Uh, for me, already locked the Thunder in. I do, I really like the Nuggets, whether that's first quarter, first half, full game, not sure yet. Um, and then I personally, I think I like the Grizzlies a little bit more than most. I don't know that I'm going to play, especially because I'm going ham on props today. Um, but I think if you're, you're itching to play that game, I, I, I look at the Grizzlies there. They've given us no reason uh, to doubt them. And I know the, the Timberwolves are hot, but uh, without a doubt, the Grizzlies team are better and they're at home. Um, and, uh, you know, that we saw them firsthand. They took care of the Warriors. They can definitely take care of uh, the Timberwolves by more than five. All right. Friday, tomorrow, big day. We'll be, we'll be back. Uh, let's count it out. We got tomorrow, one, two, three, Massive four, slate. five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten games uh a lot of which should be fun we got warriors bulls celtics sixers pacers suns uh Cavs, spurs grizzlies mavs that'll, that'll be a fun one as well thank you for tuning in good luck with whatever you bet today i hope this helped you out in some way go ahead like and subscribe wherever you get your podcast and uh sergeant and i will we'll be back with you guys tomorrow peace peace